Hi, this is Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. I have a just a really sweet story to share with you. I pray as you hear it uh, that the Lord would um, really bless you. Let's start with John 14, 1 through 4. Jesus says, Let not your heart be troubled. In my Father's house are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So a while back, I had this unexpected slot of personal time. I sensed the Holy Spirit calling me just to flop on my bed and be still. So I did. As I laid there, staring up at the ceiling, the only thing that went through my head was this children's song from my son's schoolwork. You know, those little catchy melodies that um, stay with you for weeks. <laughs> I told the Lord I wanted to connect with him, but that I really couldn't do it easily with that distracting tune in my head. <laughs> and something special happened. I, I kind of sank into this beautiful daydream. It wasn't a vision, and I didn't have an out-of-body experience. It was just simply precious, peaceful time with the Holy Spirit. And it played out like a short story. So here's how it went. I shut my eyes. In my daydream, Jesus took my hand. He began to lead me up off my bed. At first, that song wouldn't get out of my head, leaving me suspended in a gentle tug of war, caught between going up and away with Jesus and also being stuck on my bed with that tune in my head. After several times of Jesus gently pulling me up, I finally left my busy mind behind. And that children's melody was replaced by simple chords and basic music notes. As he led me, we went through dimensions of human life. Again, this was nothing fantastic or angelic, just a sweet, simple, Holy Spirit-driven daydream. Moving through and past various people in various life situations, whether sitting at a table for a meal, reading, or doing everyday things, it was like we were passing through earthly human existence and away from regular tasks of daily living. And then I found myself with Jesus in a big, beautiful room. It was stunning. It was glittery and shiny, but not too bright, with light reflecting off millions of sparkles floating in the atmosphere. It was a room filled with joy. <laughs> Jesus smiled at me. I smiled back. I mean, I couldn't help it. Irresistible exuberance welled up within me. <laughs> he asked, do you know why this is one of my favorite rooms? I shook my head, still gleaming. He answered, because it makes me laugh. At that, I could hold back no more. Happy, hearty giggles poured forth as Jesus and I just laughed together. It was delightful. It was pure it was awesome. <laughs> he then said with twinkling eyes, 
you know, I give you a little bit of this room every day. I immediately thought back to that very morning before this glorious daydream had begun. I had felt sad. I mean, nothing specific had happened. I was just a little down. It was one of those mornings when I took more effort, when it took more effort than usual to choose a good attitude. You know what I mean? Yet he was right. I knew what he meant. He truly does give each of us a little bit of that joy room every day. I may not be filled every moment with such extreme joy that leads me to involuntary giggles, but every day comes with his gift of the opportunity, the potential for joy glitters. It may only be a small portion some days because the happiness we experience on earth, even in Christ, fades in comparison to that which we will experience at all times in eternity. But he does offer it to us every day. And his word confirms this in Psalm 16, verse 11. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures forevermore. Well, Jesus then inquired, do you want to see another room? Oh, yes, I responded. Immediately, we stood in a huge area. This time, it was filled with children everywhere. Again, I flashed back to the earlier hours of that morning prior to the daydream. I had bemoaned to God, just feeling hopeless and ineffective in my parenting, tired of sin and immaturity that can rule so strongly in young ones <laughs> and me sometimes when I'm not patient enough. Here now was a room filled with kids who were happy, obedient, active, playing together well, either on their own or with others. They had no worry for tomorrow, no concern for the past. It was simple and wonderful. It was right. It was lovely. <laughs> Jesus' eyes met mine. He knew my heart. He had heard me that morning. He spoke tenderly. I give you a little bit of this room every day. Boy, that moved me to tears as it does now as I recall it. He truly does offer us the precious children room every day. See, when I've taken things too seriously or become overwhelmed by life or sin, when I've made things too complicated or I've overanalyzed a concern, it's time to remind myself of God's word and step into the precious children room where I can choose to be in the moment, not be concerned for the past, not worry for the future, just obey the Lord with a childlike faith. Here's God's word in Matthew 6, verses 25 to 26. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you'll drink, nor about your body, what you'll put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? You are God's child if you've surrendered to Jesus Christ as your Savior. 
Jesus reconciles us back to our Father in relationship and makes us children of God. We can visit the precious children room at any moment in our hearts with our attitudes. Well, I asked Jesus if we had time for one more room. He said yes and asked where I'd like him to take me. I knew exactly what I wanted and I requested a room with soft, snuggled up, safe feelings. Momentarily, I opened my eyes. I pulled the softest blanket from my bed, wrapped it around me, cuddled up and shut my eyes again. And then I was there. It was remarkable. In the safe room with Jesus, I was completely void of fear, isolation, imbalance, insecurity, and want. All of me had all the covering, the best blanket in the world could offer, but without the actual blanket, because I didn't need it. I had all of Jesus. The whole room beheld a type of comfort, defense, security, and protection that only the presence of the Lord can give. I knew what he would tell me. I knew he wanted to say that he gives us, each of us, access to this room every minute of every day. You see, it's his presence, and he makes himself fully available to all of us. Psalm 46, 7 says, The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Huh, do you know what the word Selah means? That word comes from Hebrew, which means suspension of music, a pause. It goes on in the um, concordance to say it, it means to rest, silence, to silence, and then silence. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what it means to rest, silence, to silence, comma, silence. But I do know this. God called me that day to suspend the music, the music that was in my head. Take a pause, rest in him, and be silent. Seeking relationship with Jesus through the truth of scripture. And as I did, he made manifest his presence. Oh, I just pray in Jesus' name as you hear this, as you've listened to this beautiful account of, of something that happened that was true. And yet, um, just for that, such a time as that, that as I share it, it's for such a time as this in your life. May this beautiful daydream now be a constant reminder for you that every day our holy heavenly father gives us his children access to his rooms to himself with little bits of heaven here on earth well let me finish here with a scripture and a little challenge philippians 4 8 says finally brethren whatever things are true whatever things are noble whatever things are just Whatever things are pure, 
whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The rooms in this story provide a vivid picture of how God meets us right where we are. He meets us with his presence, his truth, and his freedom. Are you sad? God's word gives you hope. Run to his joy room. Have you been betrayed? Jesus grants reconciliation. Flee to his forgiveness room. Are you afraid? Perfect love casts out all fear. Go to God's freedom room. Angry? Stressed? Go to his happy room, the joy room. It keeps on going. The Bible shows us exactly how to handle this. We can visit the Father's peace room or his prayer room. Really, the list goes on. It's never ending. The rooms, the rooms represent his presence. God's word, his name, offers us all we need, and he's eternal. Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is for us. His, the Father has sent his Holy Spirit here to be our comforter and helper. So suspend the noise in your head, take a pause, rest in the Lord, be silent, and seek him. Will you make room for Jesus? Because he's got infinite room for you.